0: Hello and welcome to the 12th episode of More, a podcast designed to inspire, encourage and support women to make changes, both big and small in their lives, and this week we're talking the JJs. I'm Joe Verrett. I'm a wellness advocate for Deterra Essential Oils. I'm a part time, partially redundant at the moment, French teacher, and I'm a single mum of two teenagers. And I
1: love
0: talking to Serena.
1: Hey, all, I'm Serena, a mummy of five, body confidence, and sexual empowerment coach. And I'm really excited about today's topic because I also work. With the lovely company and Summers. So, You're vaginas good. and all of that is definitely my thing, right? Very
0: important vaginas.
1: Very important vaginas. And that is exactly what we do sell. We do sell a product, which you is called MyViv. We sell a product <laughs> that is called MyViv, which Viv stands for Very Important Vagina. I might have known that when I
0: said that. <laughs> secretly known that so we're not just talking about vaginas though we're talking about all things that we don't talk about and why we don't talk about them and why we should talk about them
1: right yes we are we are definitely talking we're going to talk about the like the taboo how everybody's really scared about talking about it how we shy away from it and all sorts it's going to be amazing I'm super excited
0: which is one of the reasons that I wrote the book that I did reading between the lines and why I wrote it the way I wrote it Because I just was aware that a lot of women enjoy reading about sex and a lot of women don't admit that they enjoy reading about sex. Okay, so I had all these women out there who read my book, the kind of women who might necessarily not have thought they enjoyed reading my book. And I tell you what, somebody said to me the other day. I enjoyed your book recently much more because my partner and I read it together and he read bits out loud to me. Now, this is somebody I'm not going to name and shame, but I am thrilled to bits because this is somebody who really wasn't that into the book, but suddenly realized that in a different light, she absolutely bloody loved it. Okay, so that's interesting for me.
1: I like that. I I do like that. Um, it's like when the Fifty Shades came out as well, wasn't it? Every woman had that book um, right. and was loving that book. Um, they didn't really get the movie so much. I, I don't think it really, but the book. I don't think and... they gave a shit about the plot, frankly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the actual book and what was, um, you know, that, that imagination, that being able to travel, like, into yeah. your own mind, that bit was what got them. Um, and it is a really important subject. It's something that we all do. It's something that is it, it it's our reproductive, you know, we wouldn't reproduce, sure. would we, without sex or our but vaginas? It's also a really healthy part of an active adult life, right? It is, absolutely. And it is funny how other like in Europe, they've all happily talk about it, right? But in, yeah. in in the UK, the British. Prudes. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> prudes. Um and when I like like how you were just talking about your book, when I go and do an Anne Summers party yeah. The women are loving just chatting about sure. sex and yeah. what they like or what they don't like or, you know, how they feel. And it all comes out, especially if they've had a glass of wine or two. Um, yeah. They want to tell me the ins and outs of everything. I You know, I can get like a whole, like, I could probably write a book about everybody's probably stories good. there. You probably should. <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, when they're in their... Their little friendship circles, we don't even really talk about it then, do we? Like, not, I mean, I talk about it well, openly and I honestly, do. but um, I don't <laughs> no, think you and me do, it's just that other people don't. Okay. No, I was on the train, um, over Christmas time, I was going to um Winter Wonderland with my the leadership team for Ann Summers. We were going our region yeah. and we were staying over, and I was on the train with another leader who lives close to me, so we met up at the train station, and we and we were traveling, and we got to the underground and we were we, <laughs> we were we were just talking about work and just yeah. just normally talking about work and i have got a favorite toy yeah that um i i just love and, and i'm so passionate about and i will talk about it anywhere i don't even think about where it is that i am and she i was talking about this toy and yeah. how amazing it made you feel and she just looked at me like in like embarrassment and i said mortified yeah right. and i was like what's going on she said serena you're talking on the subway every, or on the underground. Everybody can hear you. And right. like, there was men sitting opposite us, like, looking. And I, and I just looked up and I looked at the people and I just cracked up laughing. And I was sure. like, but it's my job. I don't, I don't see this being anything bad. It's my no, job to help women. And it's her job too, but I think, she, <laughs> I think she may have... I was so engrossed in my conversation. Sure, and, I think and why not? She was, and she was watching... And so she could yeah. see people's expressions where I was just like going for it about this pleasure. But I've always
0: been I have always been that open. I remember 20, 20 something years ago, or about twenty years ago when I worked for um, which paper was it at then? I was at the mirror and I was asked to go and do a a day in the life in Ann Summers as an Ann Summers, you know, store rep. Yeah, and you know, there was pictures of me with vibrators and nipple tassels, and I thought it was great fun. I've always been this open minded. I've always been this um, embraced. You know, I, I've been reading um, the kind of books like Fifty Shades that were well, you had to get from like downstairs in the basement of a bookshop of Waterstones back in the day, or you'd have to ask. You know, and they'd have some on a shelf somewhere. You know, like practically in a cupboard. And I've been reading books like that since my late teens, and it really wasn't an issue. I just thought it sounded great fun. And people's reactions to the Anne Summers piece—you would have thought I had gone and worked as a dominatrix in a dungeon, exactly, and been whipping politicians' balls or something. It was just—I was shocked. You know, we'd had the whole revolution with Madonna and the the coffee table sex book, you know, and you would have thought though it was in the dark it was in the victorian ages and it really shocked me just how prudish people were that they wouldn't you weren't asking to do anything it was just a conversation yeah
1: and do you know what i've been with ann summers now since 2005 and Mm -hmm. it has changed it has changed like the concept of of what people believe that ann summers are or what or what you know it's wrong in society to and the talk product, about And worked it that as well didn't it? oh yeah absolutely the product is amazing now um and and the toys that you know they show how they help you with your health benefits and it's not just about it getting the pleasure from the toy but it, it teaches you how you can be intimate with your with your your partner and different ways you can use this toy to embrace your sexuality and what you want to learn and it's just all about body confidence and sexual empowerment absolutely
0: it's interesting what you said about health a friend and i had a conversation online about this earlier there's one guaranteed way to get me to go to sleep if i can't sleep
1: exactly <laughs> i'm just saying or, or as, as well like um i have um, one of the girls in my team she was talking about how she absolutely loves having sex in the morning because when she's had sex she just you know all those endorphins are running around and 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 she just feel really good oh, right and so absolutely. she's getting on with her day all happy and breezy because like you know she started her day how she wanted and yeah, yeah i don't think you know people should shy away from talking about it at all and especially cool like bodily fluids and things like that because we were talking about that that people won't talk about that will they i
0: think it's two-way isn't it i think if we're more openly talking about sex we're going to more openly be talking about body parts and you know is this healthy is that right what what's your experience of this and vice versa if we're going to be talking about if we're happy to talk about discharge and inverted nipples and vaginas and post-birth sex, and then we're going to be happy enough then to be talking a lot more with our partners about sex and that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. To me, it's it's one big whole package.
1: And I think as well with um, our children, if we are openly talking about it, like between our partners, when our children come to us, because I remember I was talking to somebody the other day, I I did an interview with somebody the other day and we were talking about how, how um that conversation would go, would go like with your with your children now because right when my mum had a conversation with me about sex I didn't have one oh, I just didn't I didn't <laughs> really have one my mum didn't really say anything I came home from school said we had sex ed I've been given you know some tampons or whatever I've been given or yeah, yeah. it, I can't remember That's now better. I'm too old <laughs> but, but whatever they'd given me and and that was it. Like, I didn't she didn't really explain anything to me or you know any no. safety and I mean not that it was her fault or anything but I had a baby at 18 um because
0: right. I I now, this is really interesting because I was about to say to you I just remember the cracks of the conversation with my mum being like don't do it and don't get pregnant. All oh, right, yeah. But it was really interesting no, there
1: was no she didn't talk about, you know, any you know safety precautions or like if you could go on the pill. She didn't tell me anything. Whereas sure. with my with my daughter, we can be open and honest about, you know, things like that we can talk about things and she she's part of my Anne summer's team now which um she's I very shy that. but she, she's coming out of her shell and it will help her because it it absolutely helped sure. me but like
0: bodily it's interesting isn't it because i'm very open and i've always been very open and nothing's really to do with my children but my daughter who's just turned 17 yesterday is she doesn't want to have those conversations and that's fine and i respect it but i am almost surprised that in the open environment that we've had that she isn't
1: she isn't somebody who wants to have those conversations and she with probably me. feels that she doesn't need to because she knows already because
0: she, yeah or maybe
1: do. she doesn't need to know anything right now she's not she, no she, it's not important to her at the moment but she all knows that sure. she'll be able to come to you when she needs that information yeah because because you have been open and honest and like I was gonna just say about the bodily fluids again huh? that's something I used to really worry about as a child, Did I didn't have a clue, like, if it was normal or not, or if I was normal or not. No. And because my mum hadn't spoken about it, I just, yeah, I just didn't know. So to be... Well, we had a family
0: conversation the other day about a family members saying about her daughter's reach a certain age. And is this normal? Do you think this is normal? We don't know because no one talks about it. No,
1: exactly. Um And I remember a few years ago, I can't remember her, her name now, but there was a, there was a lady that went on Big Brother, wasn't there, that got ripped for... Oh, who was it? Can you remember? No. I I watched all of them. Um she was she's I want to say she it, What was she talking about? No, her, it was her pants and people were taking and she'd left them on the bedroom floor and they were taking oh, them Yes, oh, I, can't I remember do. I who do. It remember it was. It. Yeah. Um I think she was yeah. Geordie or some I can't remember her name though. Right. But yeah, but she like literally was ripped in front of, you know, millions and millions remember. of people. I do. On the on the TV about her bodily fluid, and I just think
0: so why would you? You wouldn't rip a man for taking his T-shirt off, and he's got sweat patches on his T-shirt no, under exactly. his No, exactly. And
1: I think that's a really personal thing for her um to you know, like for other people to be talking about live on 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 TV. But right, I would each say each of them would have at some point in your life.
0: Every woman in the world has exactly
1: of some. So that, that's each they would have all of they birth would birth. have all gone through it, right? So to have done that, I just right, thought that was... the why
0: highlight it? Yeah, I just,
1: I just didn't, I didn't understand that at all. But if they could have just, you know, had a nice conversation with her about, you know, maybe... Well, I don't know. If she, they didn't, weren't happy with her leaving her pants wherever she left them, then take her to her side. That's a different <laughs> yeah. thing, isn't it,
0: though? That could be the same with the guy's T-shirt, saying, could you not leave that sweaty T-shirt by my bed? That That's not what was being said.
1: No, exactly. And then that's the other thing, isn't it, between men and women. When I do, when I do one of my... Um, when we do our workshops and I talk I talk like how women are always taught not to really talk much about sex and and what it is but if a man goes to a pub and talks about sex you know he's that lad. he's like you know everybody's like yeah mate yeah oh it's so funny but if a woman was to t- do that in a pub in, with a load of men they would look at her and think she's a bloody so here's the thing I've said this before
0: and I will end up saying it again I think I'm a man <laughs>
1: you're born into a a female into a man yeah I'm body. a man in a yeah, woman's exactly. body
0: yeah I tick too many boxes here um it's interesting because there's lots of things that you you don't know if they're normal or not and they can be worrying for your health because people don't talk about it so after breastfeeding my children my left nipples never never you know actually recovered the same it's nothing wrong it's healthy there's nothing wrong with it but it's not the same and it was something that for a long time kind of really bothered me and then you start to worry and then you think oh you, you hear things like if you know if something changes with your nipples it could be cancer so then you go you off and you get it checked out but actually you know the doctor turns around and says i see this all the time you breastfed children we don't know these things people don't share this no. information commonly back in the day if we go back six seven eight hundred years you'd have been nursing your babies amongst other other women you know there would have been a community there would have been your mum your grandmother you know your aunt the other women in the village this kind of information I feel would surely have just been commonplace normal yeah
1: you know I get it and that's another thing as well isn't it that that even now in today's society people can still I've seen posts on social media where women have been breastfeeding and really like trying to support the cause of women going out there and breastfeeding because it's a natural thing to do. Yeah. And then other women slating them for posting a picture of themselves with their booby latched on, with their booby, with their baby yeah. latched on. I saw one, I oh, saw one you? yesterday. And, beautiful. and that yeah. I, don't, I never get it either because it's such a natural thing for a woman to do. It's what our, yeah. that's what our boobs are for. It's what our breasts are, are there for. And absolutely, primarily and secondary sexually, but not primarily. No, exactly. Yeah. And it's such a wonderful thing to experience as a as a mum to breastfeed your children. Um sure. you should be able to just do it anywhere. I, I feel that to be fair, women should be able to breastfeed wherever they like. It's a natural it's a hundred percent. I totally agree. And I did. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I used to use a little cover sometimes, like when I very first had my babies when they were really little. I don't know sure. why, like with, 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 with I each. did as well
0: but in this day and age today I would... no you
1: can just yeah pop them on and and I would do it I would breastfeed yeah. in front of my my father-in-law my my dad I, they, I, I wasn't I ever bothered and if they own. didn't like it they would have to get up and move because you
0: know what I do remember my husband at the time just being a little bit weird about it like he wouldn't have stopped me I don't think he could have stopped me it's like trying to stop a bulldozer with a matchstick but he I could tell there was a discomfort.
1: Yeah, you know, just whipping that booby out. he's just missing the fact that he wasn't getting the attention of the booby right there, and then I reckon. <laughs>
0: Probably. Something like that. No, I know. I mean that now my next step is, is menopause. Like that's that's coming. I'm already I know I'm already in perimenopause, I can tell a lot of the symptoms that I've had. And you know, I'm fortunate, I feel. At the moment I don't feel the need, but I don't know particularly what's to come. We all know about the common symptoms, we know about night sweats and you know, things that can happen, not necessarily do happen. And I also know about, you know, lifestyle and diet and things that you can do things to help prevent things being too disruptive. But I'm also aware that I constantly online on social media see menopause cafes popping up, sisterhood rings. And I just think it's fantastic that we're moving towards um, a, a world where that information is going to be much more there. If yeah, you know
1: absolutely. We- I've had people in my in my Love Thy Body Project community on a Well Women's Wednesday come in and speak about, the perimenopause and the things that you can you can do to help and support you I think it's really important that women have disinformation um and sure. even if it's a bit early for you, you you've got that preventative care, haven't you? you? You can start to really make those changes in your body to be able to support the, the changes. Because yeah. school warned is correct. Exactly. And, right? and yeah. We're all gonna experience it in slightly different Everyone, ways as yeah. well, right? Every woman will experience exactly. it. And what my mum would have hot sweats. I remember my mum having hot sweats and she was put on I can't remember yeah, what she same. was put on now, but she was put on some medication for it. Um but I want to embrace it. That's what how I how sure. I see myself well, this is why
0: why I'm using the supplement. I want to use the supplements. I'm already using. We have something called a Clary Calm Roll, yeah, on it. it's I've, a blend I've used that. of specific cherry picked oils. And yeah, so these are things that you can already try and stabilize your hormones. You know, if you cannot disrupt your endocrine system by using toxins and too many perfumes and things like that, you can stop your endocrine system from malfunctioning. Basically, now these are all the things that mean that women today often experience a much more heightened version of a, of a menopause. Because we live in such an artifice of a world. Yeah. You know, so if we can remove some of those or we'll under- at least understand and have the information and the knowledge to make the decisions yourself. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I agree. I, I really think I want to just go through it, embrace it, and use as much natural remedies as I can. Um, yeah. It's part, of, it's part of life, right? It's part of what every woman's going to go through it. Um, sure. And we're all going to experience it in different ways. But we've got to do what's best for us. But the more we can educate ourselves, the better. Um, and the more natural um, substances that you can use to try and you know help your body get through it, um, Absolutely, I'm all for yeah. you know the essential oils and and meditation, just being in in your in your own self and really connecting with your body. Sure.
0: From your experience of talking to people, the women that have come into your group who've spoken. Do you know a lot about um about about sex after menopause or during menopause? Is that something that's no? They, conversation they've never
1: really spoken about sex after. um They've just talked about. It'd be a good yeah, one, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be a good one to have either on here or on group be a, I'm sure I could get somebody to come on, like to chat with us. Yeah, I think it'd be
0: really um, beneficial. One of the
1: ladies actually spoke about the moon cup. Have you ever tried that?
0: I haven't, but I do know people that do, and they yeah, swear by I'd it. like to
1: try that too. But. Um, I always worry about, <laughs> my mum told me you could get toxic, what is it? Toxic syndrome, shock syndrome, shock syndrome. from tampons. That's yep. the only that's the only yep. advice my mum ever gave me.
0: I... One Christmas Eve at about 5pm when my mum was peeling the sprouts and we were doing the veg, me and my sister were helping because we had to every Christmas Eve and I suddenly worked out that I had two tampons oh no. in. Okay, one of them I'd forgotten to remove so that had clearly been in there more yeah, than he definitely. <laughs> more more hours than you should. So and I had been feeling fluey. So my mum panics and thinks that I've got toxic shock syndrome. We end up having to drive to the family doctor's home. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for him to do things like, give me antibiotics and check my temperature. I just remember it so clearly. I must have been about fourteen oh, or fifteen. Or yeah, I've, like that. I've kind Hilarious. of stayed away
1: from them because my mum had my mum had put me off. So I've right. always used it. I've always she used it a witness. pad. Um but I did when I did the MIBAR um catwalk, I, I I, came on. Right. And I was and I, I was going yep. to girls, go, what am I gonna do? Because I'm I'm the body confidence coach and I can't I've I I had I literally yeah. had a string like that I was wearing, um, like a, a body with a like a fong, a fong yeah. Sure. So I was like, I can't wear a pad because you, I can't have a pad flapping around yeah. when I turn around. <laughs> it just wouldn't look right. <laughs> and so yeah exactly with the wings (laughs) so they said use it use a tampon I was like oh no but I'd been on a retreat with them um the week just a few days before and I had heard them talking about how they'd got one stuck in there and they'd had to go and have it taken out so I was really panicking about popping this (laughs) this (laughs) horror story popping this um tampon in but it was fine I I literally just used it for the time that I did the the, you know the catwalk and once I was off I went and I I rechanged myself and it was fine um but the the actual moon cup it's meant to be really healthy and safe for you and really help you yeah. with your your period pains and cramps as well isn't it so it is 100 percent. and also
0: then you've not got all the waste haven't you I have been looking into them I do have a lot of friends and colleagues in Jutera who absolutely swear by them they love them so it is something that I do need to look into a lot more but I, I've mooted the idea with my daughter thinking brilliant next generation and she's just not into it at all I, I guess it's. she's just got to become a little bit more confident, you know, with her own, happy with her own body, familiar. Yeah, I think it's thing, quite
1: tricky you know? for it to go in. I think the first few times is going to be
0: sure. like, you know, you you'll need yeah, to adjust. I know, I
1: it might feel a an, bit a weird, mature but, adult. but I think right. once you've got it, you've right. got it, haven't you? The same as when you're putting a tampon in, I suppose. Not that I know. Yeah, I'm only <laughs> you. Like, I used it once and it was a bit of a trauma. <laughs>
0: From your experience as a sexual empowerment coach, what are the topics that you find seem most taboo with your clients?
1: Well, I've spoken with my clients. I don't think anything's really taboo for myself, but my clients, I think that...
0: No, not for you, for them, that they find quite uncomfortable opening up and relaxing and Um, talking about.
1: Anal sex. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah.
0: I thought that you
1: were going to say no, anal sex that that comes up in nearly every conversation because
0: what raised by them I, no by, by them
1: because their partners have like you know they've discussed I've discussed it with them and they're oh, a little bit okay, worried so thank yeah you. it comes in but actually right. um right I did do speaking of masturbation I did a workshop and one of my tasks for my clients were for them to look at themselves in a mirror well like yes, homework so, like we we I did yeah. my I did my training and we spoke and we did the the workshop part and then they were to go sure. away and they were they were to watch what they were doing you know when they were touching themselves and right. feeling themselves yeah. I remember you telling me and this so yeah, that, yeah. That, that that they struggled with they did struggle with that when I did the feedback forms that came back as being one of the things that they were most they were most awkward about Interesting. But when I'm speaking that one-to-one with people yeah. it it's definitely anal sex that do they find it hard to even talk um, about it yeah they do and and but then i have yeah. on the opposite I, i'll have people that quite happily will you know chat about it fully like and be embrace it they, they've embraced that it that would yeah. be me I, um... <laughs> i'm quite happy to talk right, about my ann summers actually. girls has done me a blog we, for our, our website that we're making and uh-huh. i gave them i gave i've got 52 people in my team at the moment and I gave them a list of things said guys I want I want everybody's input in, in these blogs because it's important we're a team Brilliant. we need to be showing people what yes. we've, we've learned and, and you know all about the business and stuff yeah and one person decided that they were gonna do a blog that that they were they were happy to do a blog and she picked anal sex and she, and, and it came back fantastic. And, and she's told her own story her of how she experienced oh, it the okay. first time, and how how she wasn't really into it the first time; it was a bit sore and, and she felt petrified. But then, sure. when she was with a partner who was loving and yeah. explained how that it would work for them, she tried it again, and it was the best thing that she ever did. Because
0: that's amazing! To yeah, be so open. I, can't I love wait to that. Pop that's it
1: brilliant. onto onto the website for people to read because it is a really lovely yeah. story.
0: I hope that's really useful for people. Definitely. Yeah
1: it's a good one
0: <laughs> i really enjoyed that that's a really good one i like that i think we need to we're definitely going to do an x-rated version oh yes at we some will. Point, aren't we and i do think it might be fun to do a live recording at some point i'm not sure how we could tally it up but if we could do it live with your group yeah. or something with participation absolutely that would be amazing i mean i'm sure some of my that.
1: my team would be absolutely up for chatting um
0: yeah i think it'll be a fun one i think it'd be nice for people listening to if they choose to listen to that episode that they know it will be no holds barred and we're just gonna be talking exactly so like really a, openly, a, a, so openly. a warning
1: sign on there <laughs> yeah
0: exactly yes i know Censor at your own will
1: no we, we are not, not. Censoring.
0: <laughs> Okay, that's a good one. So, um I know we wanna get a guest in as well at some point. Um, so we need to sort that out. But I think next week, next week or the week after I've got a couple of ideas. I want to talk about what it means okay. to be happy. I think that would be a really good one. And I would also like to talk about um what it means to be a woman. So I don't know what you th- your views on that are, but I think yeah, that could I be quite too. a fun one.
1: Because I think we've all got different yeah. views on that. I think that would be really fun.
0: Yeah, I do and what yeah and what feminine is feminine it's that word that we just we don't use a lot these days but I think it's an interesting I do too
1: I do a lot of stuff on feminine and masculine energies because I yeah I for my work do you
0: I love that because I didn't know that so that's cool that's gonna work well good okay until next time ladies go and get more